Welcome to Twin Talk. This is Joy, and I'm here with my sister Angie. And today we will be talking about the book, Bad News for Outlaws, The Remarkable Life of Bass Reeves, Deputy, Deputy U.S. Marshal. It's a hardcover book, and it's really more of a children's book. Um, but it's a really awesome book, and it even won the Coretta Scott King Author Award. So before we get started discussing the book, Angie and I wanted to talk about something really cool that happened yesterday. So Angie, you want to kind of fill them in on what happened yesterday? Yeah, so um, yesterday was our mother's 82nd birthday, and I called her a few nights ago, and I asked her what she wanted to do for her birthday, and she said, you know, I really would like to go to the grand opening of the U.S. Marshals Museum here in Fort Smith, and I said, oh, awesome, because I wanted to go too, so for selfish reasons, I was like, heck yeah, let's go do that, so uh she so we took our mom and all of our sisters and a few others we all went to the u.s marshals museum and when we walked inside of course joy and i were discussing the fact that we knew we were getting ready to do this book about bass reeves who is a famous u.s marshal one of the most famous and when we walk inside there in the gift store who should we see <laughs> bass reeves himself <laughs> so joy i'm in the lobby joy comes around the corner and goes hey angie come meet bass reeves and we go and we get our picture made with him he was a super super nice guy yeah old black guy dressed up as bass reeves he had the coolest costume on i've ever seen yes it looked so authentic heavy duty well made it wasn't like one of these cheap flimsy things it was really cool yeah. super nice guy let us get our picture made with him yeah it was awesome and, and we were laughing because we were, we're kind of mad at ourselves right now because we keep procrastinating and we're not getting our podcast done the way we're supposed to and we both said you know what for once it worked out we kept procrastinating doing this bass reeves podcast but guess what we it was just the perfect timing we got to meet bass reeves or, yeah well, the impersonator and we got to see all the history about him at the u.s marshals museum so now it's fresh on our minds and now we get to discuss this book right and for those of you who may have never heard about bass reeves uh i'm gonna go ahead and read this is the introduction to the book that i found on amazon it says, read about the fascinating life of Bass Reeves, who escaped slavery to become the first African-American deputy U.S. Marshal west of the Mississippi. Sitting tall in the saddle with a wide-brimmed black hat and twin Colt pistols on his belt, Bass Reeves seemed bigger than life. Outlaws feared him. Law-abiding citizens respected him. As a peace officer, he was cunning and fearless. When a lawbreaker heard Bass Reeves had his warrant, he knew it was the end of the trail because Bass always got his man dead or alive. He achieved all this in spite of whites who didn't like the notion of a black lawman. Born into slavery in 1838, Bass had a hard and violent life, but he also had a strong sense of right and wrong that others admired. When Judge Isaac Parker tried to bring law and order to the lawless Indian territories, he chose Bass to be a deputy U.S. Marshal. Bass would quickly prove a smart choice. For three decades, Bass was the most feared and respected lawman in the territories. He made more than 3,000 arrests, and though he was a crack shot and a quick draw, he only killed 14 men in the line of duty. The story of Bass Reeves is the old, sorry, the story of Bass Reeves is the story of a remarkable African-American 
and the remarkable hero of the Old West. So for those of you who may have never even heard of him, that's just kind of a general overview. So before reading this book or going to the museum, Angie, what did you know about Bass Reeves? You know, to be honest with you, I knew very, very little about him. And it's kind of sad to me thinking about So after hearing that introduction and hearing every, what he was like as a person, everything he did, I'm actually kind of shocked that Hollywood or the national media hasn't brought more attention to him because his life was remarkable. I mean, his life is the things that, that movies are made of. Well, and I did read that a movie was made about him a long time ago, but mm -hmm. oh. all the reviews I've read said it was not done well and it just was not a very good movie. So right. I think he has had two or three books written about him and a movie, but nothing like that's just really stood out and noteworthy. Right, and I think the first time he his name was brought to my attention was when um, they decided to do a statue in his honor, and the statue is located on Garrison Avenue in Fort Smith, Arkansas, not far from the Marshalls Museum now. And to be honest with you, once they started talking about this statue and who he was, that really was my introduction to him. That's how little I knew Me about too. him. Me too, and she's right. His life is the th stuff of legends. I mean, it's mm -hmm. the stuff of movies. And um, it would be really, and maybe they have one in the making, I don't know, but it would be really cool to have a high quality, uh, high budget film made about his life because it would be fascinating. Yeah, and, and right before the podcast, Joy stumbled on something. We were actually looking for uh, a story from the book that we were trying to remember, and she stumbled on this Netflix series called, um, what was the name of that? Oh, The Harder They Fall. The Harder They Fall. Like it's, it's supposedly on Netflix, so hopefully I'll get time to try to find that and watch that. Right. The Harder They Fall. So we didn't know a whole lot about him before reading this book, so what all did you learn? Did you learn anything from reading the book? Oh, yeah. I mean, he, you know, they talked about he was a man of integrity, and, you know, you hear that thrown around a lot but when you hear the actual things that he did to back that up it it is astounding so like just in, just for instance he arrested his own son who committed murder um mm -hmm. he um oh there was something else yeah he no did. one was uh, above the law even his own son he arrested because his son had killed his uh the son had killed his wife yes which would have been bass's um daughter-in-law daughter-in-law yeah. yeah and they said he was so respected that this there was a warrant for his uh, arrest his son's arrest mm -hmm. and they said it laid on the desk in uh, a muskogee uh, like with a sheriff in muskogee or someone and they said no one wanted to serve the warrant out of respect for bass right. so bass ended up getting the warrant and serving it on his own side. Yes. So that's just one example. I think one thing that just one of the statistics that blows my mind is he brought in more than 3,000 criminals with fewer than 14 deaths. Mm -hmm. So they said he had a 30-year career. So if you do the math, and he brought in 3,000 criminals. I'm trying to do the math here, but mm. that's, a, that's a lot of people coming in and very few deaths, you know. Mm -hmm. Also, it says he had a farm in Van Buren, and Van Buren mm. is a city right outside of Fort Smith, Arkansas. Yeah, where you just can across see. the Arkansas River. Yeah, and I didn't know that he had his own farm there, so I think that's pretty cool. I wonder if they have some type of, you know... I know, like a marker a, a or memorial. tribute there. Yeah. I don't know. Did you have anything else you learned from the book that you wanted to share? Well, I mean, not only was he a man of great character, they said he was a man of great strength. So mm -hmm. they said to look at him physically, you wouldn't just automatically assume he was a really strong person, but they said that he had 
they said he was amazingly strong, and there was a story that, uh, what was it that got stuck in the mud? I think it was a cow got stuck in the mud <laughs> up to its shoulders, and everybody oh, else like was a bull just, or, or like, yeah. yeah, and then Bass got in there, like, up to his shoulders and pulled it out with his bare hands. Yes. <laughs> and everybody else was like, what? And I, it, I love the book. Like I said, it is written kind of more uh, for children, but I love the language. It's almost like you're reading a Paul Bunyan stories or something. They sound like tall tales, but supposedly they're actually true. Right. And the illustrations in the book are really, really good. Um, Okay. We are each going to share a favorite story from the book before we wrap up. Um, Okay. So one of my favorite stories was, so according to the book, Bass loved to assume a a different identity when he was trying to catch these thieves and things. And, um, outlaws i couldn't think of the name anyway and he would sometimes dress up to be like he might pretend to be a farmer he might be pretend to be like a traveling salesman yeah and he was after these two particular outlaws and he did not want them in any way shape or form to realize who he was so he changed his clothes he put on some old raggedy clothes he shot three bullet holes through the brim of his hat and they said he walked oh and he also exchanged his horse for a horse of lesser caliber quality because his horse was pretty nice and they knew that these outlaws didn't typically ride these really nice horses and so they said he walked for 28 miles Mm -hmm. he finds the two the two outlaws that are in question and he kind of you know says hey i'm running from the law can y'all you know and they're with their mom they're staying with their mom he's like can y'all like give me some vittles and and they says can i stay with you guys tonight and so he befriends them and they all decide they're gonna all join up and and work together and the next morning, they wake up, they're in handcuffs. Yeah, I think he had handcuffed him to the bed. Yeah. And he says he took him into custody, and the mom... They said the mom followed him for, like, three miles, <laughs> cussing and yelling and calling him every name under the book because right. he, because of what he did. Oh, there's no telling being a black man, former slave, and a lawman. There's no telling what all names he was called in his oh, lifetime. I, I can't imagine. imagine. But he kept doing the job, and I admire him for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite stories was... He had captured he had that what they call it the not the chuck wagon but the some type of wagon. Oh, uh, they the criminals were in some sort of a holding box. Yeah, like, it's the one wagon. that has the big like the big iron bars that yes. you can that you see in all the old cartoons. Yeah, I can't think what they're called. Well, anyway, the I guess there was two or three criminals in there, and I guess Bass was taking a nap on the ground, mm-hmm. and a skunk kind of waddles into camp. And these prisoners are grabbing rocks and stuff to throw at the skunk so they think it'll spray bass and, you know, (laughs) and uh, do its business. And they said, according to the story, bass just wakes up, sees the skunk, and just calmly reaches over and starts petting the skunk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, and if there's so many good stories in the book, so we can't tell them all because we want you to read the book. Well, that leads me to my next question. Would you recommend the book? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And just... Sorry to backtrack here, but one more story that oh, just ahead. really yeah. kind of blew my mind was, well, in Fort Smith, Arkansas, Belle Star's name, she's a very famous outlaw who was a woman, and her name was Belle Star. And matter of fact, our visitor center in Fort Smith, Arkansas is... Miss Laura's. It's Miss Laura's. But Belle Star stayed there, But Belle Star stayed there, yeah. so she's associated with the visitor center. Anyway, um, but one of my favorite stories in the book was 
Belle Star, when she heard Bass was after her, he had a warrant for her arrest. Mm-hmm. They said she went ahead and just turned herself in. Yeah. <laughs> and they said it was the only time in her life that she ever turned herself in because she mm-hmm. just thought, what's the point? He's right. going to catch you. He's going to get me. They, he had such a reputation that he would not stop so he caught you. So a lot of people did just turn themselves yeah, in. Yeah, they're like, what's town. the point? Yeah. He's going to get me anywhere. Yeah, I yeah. love that story too. So I'm sorry. You asked if I would so, recommend the book. Would you recommend the book and to who? I would absolutely recommend the book. Obviously, I would recommend it for children um, who you... Kids that you're trying to get them interested in history and especially interested in good uh, good moral figures. Right. You know, mm-hmm. People that you hope they'll emulate someday. And uh, also, I would recommend it for people like you and I who know really didn't know much about someone. So, it's just a good... Um, it's just a good book to kind of whet your appetite mm-hmm. and get you interested to make you want to read more, maybe another book that's more in depth. Yeah. So it's a good starter book. I love the fact of, of introducing it to kids because, you know, in our culture, we want to worship celebrities and sports people. And this guy was a true hero. And yes. why not read about someone who was a true hero, you know? Yes. So mm-hmm. how many U.S. Marshals do you give this book? Um, I will give it... Four U.S. Marshals. Okay, I'm giving it five because I just mm-hmm. love the pictures in it. I love the way it was written, kind of hokey, kind of, uh, kind mm-hmm. of old westerny. It's real cute. How uh, it was yeah, written. the the language, the jargon, so to yes, speak, was very, uh-huh. very, very colorful. Very colorful. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. Well, did you have anything else you wanted to add before we sign off? No, I mean, other than. He's a very, very interesting person if you want to, you know, go deeper, like I said, and read more about him. And we might as well plug the U.S. Marshals Museum. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we, like we said earlier, it's located on the Arkansas River in Fort Smith, Arkansas. And it's it's been years and years and years in the making. I think I read 16 years in planning and building. Yeah, so in the planning and building and trying to raise the funds and for the the fact that it just opened July 1st, 2023. Um, and it's not just Old West. It's the U.S. Marshals from the beginning all the way to present day. So yes. you're going to see the timeline covers a huge amount of time. And you're going to see a lot of cool stuff in so there. So what did you think about the museum? I thought it was awesome. It had some pretty really cool exhibits. It had some interactive stuff kids can do. And I just love that it's on the Arkansas River, and you can mm-hmm. see the tugboats going by and the barges going by. And I just I think it's I thought it was worth it. I thought it was really yeah. cool. One of my favorite spots in the museum was it's kind of the center point of it all. Is it's got four marshals sitting around a fire, but they're all from different time periods. Yes, and one that was, was literally cool. looked like he was around the late 1700s. Because mm-hmm. uh, he had on like the Revolutionary yeah, like Revolutionary, yeah. and then they had one that looked like he was from like you know the 40s anyways it's all these different eras and they're each telling stories of things that actually happened to to them as a u.s marshal mm-hmm. and i sat and listened to that for quite a while See, i didn't get it. i never did that i want to go back oh and do it was that. so interesting and then as they would talk about a story a silhouette would pop up in the 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 light from the fire mm-hmm. supposedly on the wall and it was just really incredibly unique and innovative and just so it was fascinating to me i thought it was cool that it was very cool mm-hmm. i think one of the cool things too is they had a replica of like a poker table and yes. a saloon and you could actually play poker like yeah. it was electronic well, i thought it was poker but it was actually trivia questions oh i didn't and know so that. they would give you cards okay. and the cards would flip over and it'd be a trivia oh, question I didn't know that. Yeah, and if you got the trivia question 
and right, it would say winner, winner. Oh, yeah. okay. and then, See, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Another cool thing is that they had this huge wall in the middle of the museum with all uh, all U.S. Marshals that have served, mm-hmm. and it has their name, and you can go to this kiosk deal and click on their name, and it'll give you their background. Yes, I thought that was very, very cool. cool. Yeah. And then, like, a they lot had of a, neat features. Oh, it was, yeah, if you're ever in this area, you need to go to the to Isaac Parker's courtroom the hanging gallows and now the u.s marshals museum for sure yeah so i guess just to wrap it all up we highly recommend the book we highly recommend the u.s marshals museum in fort smith arkansas thank you for listening and we will see you next time on twin Twin Talk. talk